Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Louisville, Kentucky. We're here at the GIE Plus Expo. I'm with Trifecta Landscape and Alex Kirby. And Aaron Ashford. Ashton. Ashton. Yes, sir. Thunderbird. I just met you five minutes ago, man. It's true. How embarrassing. But thank you to our friends at Jobber for uh, sponsoring today's um, broadcast. Yes. You use Jobber? I do. And I packed my entire bag for the week in the bag they just sent me. So nice. shout out, Jobber. Yeah, they didn't send me no bag. They got me a little, little nice. bag. Big, big deal over there. And uh, do you use Jobber yet? Oh, heck yeah. Oh. Uh, he convinced me too. I was thinking about it last season and just, I was using something else, but I was like, mm, I'll go for it this year. He pretty much forced me to, so I was like, yeah, I'll do it. But it's amazing. I actually just got a request from them, so. Oh, did you? Yeah. Dude, Jobber's sick, man. The best. Yeah. So we appreciate uh, Jobber uh, sponsoring this episode. And uh, we are obviously here uh, at the GIE Plus Expo. It's the largest trade show in our industry. Alex, you've been coming for several years. Yes, my third year. Okay. This is my fourth year. I'm a rookie. Rookie. Just going in blind. Yeah, it's like four Walmarts. But instead of clothes being in there, it's just lawnmowers and softwares, technologies, uh, the new robotic stuff, the electric mowers. And you just like your head spins for three days. So we're all pretty pumped up to be here. So Alex, I know my audience is pretty familiar with your story. So maybe give us the 60 second version and and then we'll hear a little bit of your story. Yeah. So I started Trifecta Landscaping in 2017, uh, coming out of full-time pastoral ministry, had no experience. A guy from my church asked me if I knew anyone who could cut his grass. I said, no, but I will. Said it was 40 bucks. Couldn't believe it. And then Launched Trifecta full-time January 2017, and just uh, God blessed it from pretty early on. So we're at, uh, in our height, 25 full-time employees, and we're, you know, just thinking 35 next year. So we're, we've been growing like crazy. Yeah. yeah, and when Alex started, he didn't even know how to weed eat or edge. He just mowed the guy's yard. You can tell the story. Yeah, so I, when I started, I had to YouTube after I did the lawn improperly how to set an edge. And so I had to go back the next day and edge, and it took me 45 minutes to edge like eight, 80 feet. And now, so, now you have 25 employees. Yeah. And most proudly for me is that your business is debt-free. Debt-free. Yeah. So every truck, 
every weed eater, every mower, everything. Everything. Yep. Along the way, you've gone at the speed of cash. All cash, yep. All cash and just snowballing it into the next purchase and creating margin that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also do coaching. I do. And you help folks uh, grow their business. And Thunderbird, you're a pupil. Yes, sir. That's been awesome. Um, honestly, we've grown a lot closer even after coaching. But um, but yeah, I found him from Corey Ballard's podcast. It all goes back green to Corey grind. Ballard. The <laughs> yeah, Green man. Grind. So, so yes, you sir. were on The Green Grind with was, Leroy Maines, Corey yeah, Ballard. Yeah. You listened to that. You're like, this guy's sharp. And then you got in touch with him to do coaching. Yeah, I probably do 10 or 15 every offseason. And uh, I'm going to do that more formally next year. But Aaron was one of the guys who reached out to me. And I'm just passionate about like helping any way I can transition people from where I was to where they can be. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. You know, our industry, you know, all rises when we all rise each other. So, yeah, and I didn't have that when I started in 2011. I was just figuring it out and making a bunch of mistakes. And now folks can build their business faster, better, bigger when our ceiling is their floor. Yes, and they exactly. get to, they don't, you don't have to make the same mistakes that we made. And uh, so it's cool to see um, how that's helped. So tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah. Um, well, my company is named Thunderbird Landscaping. Uh, I just rebranded this off season because Alex forced me to. <laughs> nice. Dude, it <laughs> came out really. great. Your truck wrap uh, is sick. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, I haven't seen you since then. But yeah, I used to be Action Landscaping, which is my last name, but I switched it to Thunderbird because when I first started cutting grass as a kid, uh, I had a 97 Ford Thunderbird and it was like a little coupe. Um, I would lift a lawnmower into the back of it and I'd have a trimmer sticking out of it. I had gas all over the trunk, grass everywhere. And I was literally bungee, like I bungeed the the back door so that it yeah. wouldn't flop around. That's awesome. <laughs> Highly illegal probably, but hey, I made some money doing it and that's how it all started. So um, I thought it'd be fun to keep me humble and always remember where I came from. Um, so that's why I named my company Thunderbird Landscaping. So. And it's, it's tell, tell people how it's transformed from last year to this year already. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like no lie, I didn't know what I was doing when I was um, starting a landscape company. Um, and it was always a side hustle for me, but I quit my full-time job in 2017 to do it full-time. And uh, it was kind of a few years of just like, yeah, I think I'm making money, but I'm not really sure. And it was enough. Uh, my wife, thankfully, was working, so we didn't necessarily need my income. Thank God, because it wouldn't have been enough. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I realized at the end of last season, I was like, I just need some help. So I was listening to a lot of podcasts, um, kind of got in with the... Uh, like the network of landscapers around the area now, um, the, the lawn, lawn entrepreneurs and uh, lawn influencers and everything. So um, I actually, I listened, I bought your audio book um, probably last fall and I was listening to that Sweet. a little bit. So shameless plug right there, um, which was, it was a great story. There so, you go. Super similar to mine, honestly, because I felt like not, not. I started in a 97 Honda Accord, man. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, I didn't oh, have a yeah, Thunderbird. <laughs> I was like, it was the same as me. So, um, yeah, honestly, I really needed help, and I just realized trying to be humble, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And so I wanted to actually have a company, not just make money day to day. So yeah. I ended up Alex, and there we are. What city is your business in? We're in Pittsburgh, PA. Okay. Gold Nation, baby. Oh, <laughs> Steal I like the Cleveland Browns. Well, yeah, you guys are better than us, since you're not going to lie, but, uh, you know, it's been fun to stomp on you the past For li- my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys are up and coming, though. I'm not going to lie. On paper. 
the no, Browns are pretty good on paper, but yeah, you put them all on the field and they... Uh, yeah, well, I was seeing our team at the very bottom of the division last night during the game. Like, That's really weird because you guys were ahead of us, but... You, know. you, you had a big win, though, didn't you? Beat the I mean, Seattle Seahawks. I don't know about big, but it was fun. I'm a Seahawks fan. Are you? Yeah. It was fun to watch, but uh, honestly, we barely beat a backup quarterback, so... You know, you'll take your wins and losses. <laughs> yeah, so your, your business is in uh, Pittsburgh. What's your wife's job? Uh, she's a teacher at a Montessori school. Uh, her name's Mary, and she's amazing. So Shout-outs to Mary. And then, um, you guys have any kids? Yeah, we have two. So we just had a baby boy named Milo. He's um, a month and a half now. You go by weeks, I guess, when you're six weeks. Bar, right? so six weeks. Um, and I got then, a 13 week old. Yeah, so we keep like we keep it close for some reason. Yeah. I have a daughter named Primrose who is two and a half years old. So she's what's her name? Primrose. Oh, like yeah. the school? Uh, is there? A, I think there is a school in Atlanta. That's I don't like know. a Texas well, thing or something, right? Like the uh, Hunger Games. <laughs> that's not why, but that's usually so, <laughs> it's like you know Primrose. Excuse me, <laughs> the producer. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all right. We don't have our excellence in broadcasting here. With my, <laughs> I left my uh, board at home. <coughs> so it's all right. But uh, normally I put the mute button on Marty. <laughs> I have a producer back in Atlanta. Yeah. When I came in 2019, that people thought I made him up, and they're really? like, "Oh, Paul, Paul has a producer." <laughs> you just call him Mr. Producer. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah," because people are like, "How do you podcast or whatever?" I was like, "Well, I don't really." It's not that hard. I just talk. Yeah. Mr. Producer does everything. And then, um, long story short, there was, there was a rumor that I was making him up. And I was like, all right. And so uh, then Byron Froelich called me one day. He's like, man, I don't know how you do it. I was like, I don't. Mr. Producer does it. And then he's like, he's real. I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> so then he hired him. Then Caleb Mullman hired him. Naylor hired him. And, that, and then a... Uh, a big company from um, Silicon Valley hired him. Okay. So I hope he doesn't forget about us. He, he's that's a little people. He's uh, doing like, you know, I'm listening to his show and it's like today's show is sponsored by UPS. <laughs> I'm like, what can Brown do for you? You know what I mean? I'm like, man, that's sick. He like, he's doing the big deal. You did it for him, man. Look at that. Yeah, but he is real. <laughs> but he's not here. I invited him, and uh, it's t- he's a, it's tough to get him down here. Hanging out in California, probably. <laughs> yeah, well, he's working remote from Atlanta. Yeah. But the big money company is in Silicon Valley. Cool. Big, big money company. Nice. But um, we, we have the A-plus team, though, here we, behind the scenes. No one can see them, but they're there. Yeah, they're real. They're, they're real. real. Say, say something. Oh. <laughs> so, Aaron, so one cool, I'll give a, a, a shout-out to Aaron. I think last year you had one, like, part-time, basically, guy, right? Like, yeah, for he was like, full-time? Like, he, was, he was full-time, like, for the, the season. The season, I mean? yeah. And then he, uh, in the winter, I didn't have enough for him to do, so he worked for Chick-fil-A because he's the man, and he was willing to do that for me. But just in, like, back. eight months, you're at what now? You have a couple crews, yeah. don't you? Yeah, we have three full-time and then a part-time. Um, they're amazing. I'm, like, super blessed to have mm-hmm. them. Um like I'm just here chilling and learning and growing and I'm not stressed at all, you know, yeah. and I couldn't have done that a year ago, you know, but yeah, they're great. And we have two guys who kind of do the landscape stuff, mm-hmm. two guys who are mowing all day. Um, so it's really cool. I'm a, kind of familiar with your season. I grew up in Canton, Ohio. Okay. We're a little bit west of you, but when do you start mowing and then what's your season kind of look like Yeah, with well, the weather and stuff? Most of the time the grass will start growing like in March. 
give or take. Depends on the year, honestly, which I know you know that. Um, depends on what the winter wants to do, what the groundhog says about the spring. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, usually March to April is when things start going. Um, so we try to do, like, cleanups and stuff before that. So we're getting those out of the way and, and then start mowing. Um, and then usually... We'll probably get our last cut like the week before Thanksgiving. Um, not everybody is every single week up until then because it depends on how much they care about their lawn. Um, but yeah, sometimes they'll fluctuate. Like they'll go to biweekly the last month of the year or whatever. Um, See, we don't cut grass in November at all in South Carolina. Our grass is very different. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> it is way different. We yeah. didn't. We're done first of you know November. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah, it, it goes tan. It goes yeah, dormant. It, it does. We're about to start spray painting grass. I didn't even tell you. Oh, really? Cool. People started calling us and asking us to paint their grass green when it goes dormant and like yeah. and gray. I tried that my first time. This uh, rapper guy. A lot of these guys live in Atlanta. So he has a Ro- he has a black Rolls Royce. Man, real fancy uh, uh, guy. Yeah, you, you know who he is if you listen to hip hop stuff or whatever. It's Drake. No. So no. <laughs> So anyway, he's, they're having a big party, and they do these music videos. They'll rent a house, and they'll mm-hmm. okay. twerk, all that nonsense. So that's not even their real house? No. No, not in the music videos. No. They'll rent it for like 1000 or 2000 bucks for a couple hours, and they'll, they'll go over. But he has a real nice house, and then his, his personal house, but they just rent. Okay. He owned his uh, Rolls Royce, though. But anyway, he was having a party, and the grass was kind of looking a little rough. Yeah. He's like, will you spray paint it? I was like, yes, sir. And this guy just like throws money at you, you know what I mean? So I was like, I didn't know how to do that. Yeah. So I went to uh, Helena, should I give him a free little plug here? And uh, I asked him, I was like, how do I spray paint the grass or whatever? And they sold me this product that's called Green Giant. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, how hard could this be? So I pour it in with the water or whatever and I spray it. Every bit it's, I it's did blue. How hard could this be? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I, I sprayed yeah. it. And he's like, you know, he calls me custom. Why is my yard blue? It's <laughs> like, just left it you know <laughs> so then it was like you could tell I spray painted it because it was green and then it was blue and it, it looked great. great I'm going to ask people at the show about it because we're getting some requests but I, the secret I've heard so far is to buy like a spray paint thing from Lowe's like one of those industrial $400 uh-huh. machines and use it to, like you would stripe up like a, a sidewalk or a, yeah. a parking lot that's what I've been hearing well, and you got to measure the right amount of water yes, and, and the, the dye. Hard, and that's the hard part is like getting it to be the right quantity. But they do that at uh, Reynolds Plantation. Shout out Lake Oconee, uh, Tony, before the Masters. Uh-huh. I was like, what in the world? Because all the Bermuda and Zoysia is tanned right. in, in um, March. I was like, I know that's Zoysia. I know it's Zoysia. And it's, it's green. I was like, what are they doing? Putting rye down? I'm trying to figure it out. Spraying. And finally got a probably spray painted it. I was like, oh, man. Awesome. I'm sitting there trying to, like, figure it out. That's cool, man. But um, back to your story. Yeah. Uh, you start, depending on the weather, you roll through Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, you said? Or? Yeah, pretty much up to Thanksgiving is when the grass, depending on the lawn, um, yeah. kind of stops. And then I asked him this on my show. So then what do you do December, January, February for these guys uh, salary, income, and revenue for the business? Dude, that's the question. <laughs> At least you have um, snow. I know, we do have snow. So I keep hearing, like, get into snow, get into snow. I mean, he, he was that's telling me that. I was like, man, if we had snow, I would be getting into it, like, right away. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, getting into snow is a big investment. And um, honestly, a big reason why I followed Alex is because he did everything debt-free. Um, I love that, and I've tried to do the same. Um, so I, I don't 
I wasn't able to just like buy a bunch of trucks that were capable of it. So we actually do residential snow. Um, so basically right now what we're doing to get through this season is, um, you know, snow, a couple snow blowers, shovels, spreader with some salt and just sticking with residentials. Um, there's a lot of like developments in Pittsburgh, like the surrounding areas with like, you know, quarter to half acre lots. So they usually have like the small driveways. So you can just kind of blow them off real quick, um, throw some salt down 15 minutes to a half hour. And that's a lot lower risk. It's yeah, just easier yeah. to get into than doing like a commercial parking lot. Exactly. Yeah. So with all that, like I'm not trying to bite off too much right off the bat, um, but that is definitely a a dream, but we're not there yet. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm getting to do a little bit of coaching Alex myself, and it, it terrifies me when guys call me All right. with two, three, four kids, and they're like, what do I do in December, January, February? You're like, yeah. that's the question. And I, you know, they're asking me, and like, for guys that are single, yeah. like not single, they don't have employees. Yeah. They're married, so right, kids, right. solo. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, dude, why don't you just go do DoorDash for a couple months? Right. Like, Instead of investing all that money and then those transitional weird states, Ohio, yeah. uh, Pennsylvania, it's hit or miss. It right. is. Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, it's going to snow. Yeah. I you talked can... to a guy one time, business coaching, that had rented, he had to prepay skid steers for, for snow removal and he didn't get an inch of snow and he lost 50,000 bucks. That, so that's the point I'm like, yeah. dude, if you just go DoorDash or Uber Eat yeah. or something, we're going to bring a guy on the show in November. He's going to uh, show us his numbers because he does all that. Yeah. And uh, a- anyway, like at least you're bringing in money. Yeah. Uh, I've talked to a few guys who do tree removal in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So they'll go because they're trying to learn a new service. It's a great way to learn. They'll go make 22 bucks an hour, you know, for three days a week and do their lawns or like their other stuff part time. Like basically switch. They go full time with a tree removal company and go part time with their business if they're not like busy. Yeah, I think but I option. think that's mature. I know a lot of you can make a lot of money in snow. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, you're doing a baby step in the residential. Yeah, and honestly, again, my guys are great, so they understand. They they actually are all like advocating for me as a business owner, which is really cool. I feel like it's kind of rare, but uh, to have employees that are like cheering you on, you know. But yeah. they all they all are doing that, so they're always like, "Hey, man, just let us know what we got to do." Um, and I'm like. It makes me want to work harder. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> yeah. And so, what, sorry. No, you're good. One of my new thoughts on this subject has been how to do proactive sales so that we're booked a month ahead in the wintertime. So, like, when we get back from GIE, I've got this new marketing plan. I'm, I'm rolling out for installs. So, planting trees is one of the best times is to do it in the wintertime so the trees aren't shocked or the plants aren't shocked. So, we're going to do this marketing plan with all these new build neighborhoods we do for privacy trees so they don't have to see over their neighbor's fence and then small fire pits because how can you enjoy your outdoor space in those neighborhoods when you don't have any privacy so like thinking through that and how can we be booked a month ahead that way we can make our you know salary or payroll commitments and know like the worst thing is we have to freak out that week right you're like dang we're so not busy and we have no work but if you're booked three or four weeks out the whole winter if possible obviously that's a dream right is to be booked three or four weeks out but there's a guy in pennsylvania named johnny mo do you know him from youtube Hmm. he every year he saves by labor day his winter fund Mm. for the winter he's solo uh johnny mo he's on the youtube but um, he works his butt off April, May, June, July, August, September, four, the first Monday in September is Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, he already knows what his um, household expenses are for the winter. 
And he, every single year for like 20 years, I think it's been, he saved wow. it by Labor Day. That's cool. And then what ends up happening is he ends up having income in the winter anyway because he does a little snow removal and other stuff. And he barely has to touch any of it. Wow. And like so bonus to himself. Then, yeah, then I'll have, you know, over $10,000 yeah. or more, a lot more than that. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, then he'll just invest it. Okay. And uh, he That's does, awesome. yeah, he's old debt free thing. And, um, you know, a similar area. He's in uh, right on the border of, I forget the name of the city, but he's real close to Ohio. Okay. Over there, West nice. Pennsylvania. I'll definitely follow him. Johnny Mo. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit him up. Yeah, he's got a big cool. New York Jets thing <laughs> right behind him. I was like, how do you like the Jets when you live, you know, right by Pittsburgh and Cleveland? To, like, you had a, he had a chance to switch. Gosh, and he just stuck, stuck it out. You know? Yeah, I think when he was a kid, he liked the Jets or something. Uh, hmm. So, anyway, the Jets and Browns and Bills, Dolphins, Lions, we're all kind of... Yeah. In the same boat. They all suck. <laughs> this year, I mean, the Bills We're going to turn it around. Team. We're going to turn yeah. it around, though. I'm, I'm being recorded, so. Oh, yeah. Cleveland. We can do it. Honestly, I believe in you guys more right now than, than us. Oh, I mean, you got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Dude. Uh, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Should be good. I mean, Kareem and Chubb are solid. Those yeah, are when they're hurt. Yeah, they're yeah. both hurt right now. Let's let's transition. Uh, you, get, you get me going, man. I used to have a uh, a, a podcast and a YouTube channel, and I talk about the Cleveland Browns, and the videos would just go crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the fan base is insane. Like, yeah, how can you love a team that much that's that bad? I kind of see it a little bit with the Pirates because the Pirates are garbage, and they've been garbage since I've existed as a human. But but who's, who's the best right now? Let me hear. It. Okay, the Braves. <laughs> Two games away from the World Series. Hey, let's tell the story, Alex. Okay. Listen to this. No one believes it. I. um, This is crazy. So me, I, uh, I take Paul to Atlanta Braves game. I've been a Braves fan my entire life. Massive Braves fan. And uh, talking to Paul today on the phone, I'm like, Hey, we're going to Braves Friday. Let's go. I'll take you to the game. So we go to the game. We're all excited. We get there before the game for batting practice. The Braves oh, yeah, batting practice was supposed. Yeah, to. The, the gates break. open at five thirty. We're, we're there four thirty. No one's there. I was like, bro, it don't open yet. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! I looked well, online. It's because the Braves clinched the playoffs the night before, so they didn't take batting practice as a rest time. So we get there and we're all excited to catch balls, and, and Paul's not going to get to. I'm like, sorry, man. Well, he goes, you know what? I'm going to go over here and, and get one. So he goes Instagram live. And says out loud, I don't want to misquote you, but you said, I was I'm talking go, to I'm the people go, watching Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm going to catch, catch a ball. ball. I'm going to catch a ball today. As soon as the words leave his lips, a ball catches, hits him in the hands and he catches it. That's it was just the absolute, <laughs> it was like, it looked like I had a ball. And that's just put it in my hand. hand. Yeah, just put it in his hand. <laughs> but it, it was, came from left field, where the left fielder stands. Yeah, the, the, the guy man. chucks it into the stands. It was like a fat, like it was not an underhand toss. Like the guy threw it hard. If you listen, it hurt. Yeah. But I had so much adrenaline, I didn't even think it about it. A pitcher, it. a pitcher threw. Like the if wall. you were standing in the backyard and someone threw you a baseball Crazy. and you caught it bare hand, you'd be like. I don't know. It was nuts. That feels good. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. I feel like I have. And it was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. But my Braves are two wins away from the World Series. Yeah, so this this episode is coming out next Tuesday. Oh, so we'll go into the future. Hopefully we'll know. We, we might be clinched by then. Oh we might God. be headed to the World Series. I'm going. I'm going to the game. I don't care. <laughs> what, I remember when the Braves played Indians in 1995. We won then. We yeah. lost in 97. But Paul, so let me ask you. I this. cried that night. Let me no, ask you this: no. what What about GIE for you 
like just totally transitioning because I'd like to your opinion because you've been you you see GIE from from such a different perspective from mm-hmm. the media side. Mm-hmm. What is, about GIE do you think is like most exciting and like why should why people should go from your perspective? Not like a landscape you owned a business obviously, but now you're more in the media side and like you you see it such a unique fresh way. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, so networking is important peer to peer. So we're gonna. Uh, have this for a week long of mm. just ironing, sharpening, ironing. Mm. Mm. In addition to that, you have the CEO, the president, the owner, whoever the top level people are, right. they all come from, you name the company, Toro, Echo, Xmark, Polar. Mm. You, you can go down the list. Um, there's hundreds of companies here. All their top level managements here from the executives to the marketing department, to the actual product managers. And so you, if you're an influencer out there and you wanna uh, you know, talk to a company that you like, I, there's a guy here, uh, Al Blades. Yeah. He's, a, he's obsessed with John Deere. So like, dude, just go up to the John Deere booth and say, hey, I, I love your mower. Like, you know, um, let's, let's talk, you know? Nice. You never know what could happen right. if you, if you um, It's called being in the right place at the right time. That's what happened with that baseball. Position yourself. Yeah. Years ago, Naylor reached out to Toro and he's like, hey, uh, can you guys send me a hat? (laughs) 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 And anyway, they're like, yeah, kid, what's your address? You know, they sent him a hat, you know, a Toro hat. I got a Toro hat or whatever. But then he had like, he ended up, he had the email address. And then next thing you know, now like we're going to the Toro booth to to kick off the show. And, um, all this cool stuff happens. So just getting out there and like, it can never be um, take more than you give or whatever. Right. You want to, you want to give, give, give. Right. But it's like, Hey, I've been using your product for all these years and I really like it. And maybe they'll send you a free product or maybe they're like, Oh, we want to feature you in our commercial or right. just whatever brands you like, um, you know, get, get to uh, know those relate, you know, get to build those relationships. And, as somebody who travels a lot doing the podcast, it's like everybody's all in one spot. Mm-hmm. So it's like a no brainer. Right. Yeah. It's hard to get the collaboration together. You said something interesting. This interesting thing about is I've been thinking about a lot for next year. Cause I'm starting my strategic plan for 2022 mm-hmm. is putting yourself in position for something to happen. And that's something that I don't know if we talk about a lot in the, the green industry, like because we're all so busy working, you know, physically working, like mowing and all the physical parts of our business. Are we thinking about proactively putting yourself in referral groups or chamber of commerces or, you know, coffee things where, you know, people like, you know, this guy who you follow that you want to get a contract with at the bank in your town goes to have coffee on Mondays at this place, like positioning yourself ahead of time is such a yeah. thing to do. We, we were picking, we're not going to say the name on chair, sure. but we're picking on a bad fertilizer company when we were at the, <laughs> we were at the restaurant. We're like, ah, oh, these, these jokers. Cause, <laughs> cause they have a reputation of not yeah. doing, um, there's weeds in the lawn and they just don't do a good job. Let me say the quote I call them. Okay. But don't say no, their no, name. We don't do that. Spray, hope and pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was having, um, I, I I was having issues with fertilization and weed control because I'm spending all this money on all these products and just wasn't profitable and I'm getting this weed and then I have to buy this to get yeah. it. And it was just, I wasn't passionate about it. And uh, I, was, I was losing money 
trying to do the fertilization and weed control. I, I mean, on paper, I know I actually took the classes at the yeah. University of Georgia. I just, I don't like the way this stuff smells. I just want to hire somebody that my yards can be clean that when I show up, it's dark green. Are we at the 29 minute mark? Two minutes, all right. And then we'll pause for station identification. <laughs> no, we'll pause for our commercial break. I used to work at radio. <laughs> I'll, I'll finish the story real quick. Yeah. I went through several of these companies and I'm constantly getting weeds and I'm, I'm a perfectionist. Finally, I come to GIE and there's a guy named Russell Skipper and he's like, hey, you want a carpool? You live right down the road from me. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we drove in the car for eight hours together. I was like, dude, this guy's got integrity. This guy knows what he's doing. We get back, I gave him every single one of my accounts, which was the head coach at Atlanta Falcons, the captain of the Falcons. I mean, I, I got some big time players yeah. and coaches. And then he just he just took over um, all of those accounts. Crushed it. Crushes it and is crushing it. Yeah. Just because what happened then is their neighbor came out and that is like a, uh, it just grew into yeah. something wild. That relationship started at GIE. Mm. And I was like, oh, I found someone in my area that I, I um, so cool. you know, I could tell this guy's yeah. competent he, and uh, did an incredible job to this day. Russell Skipper, solid green. Uh, we're going to pause and hear from today's show's sponsors. And uh, coming up, we'll have more with Thunderbird and Trifecta here from Louisville. Go Cardinals. <laughs> This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.